Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. J. Will and Max. I would say Keyshawn J. Will and Max, but... Uh, Where is Key? <laughs> Key well, Key is sort of here. <laughs> He'll be here in a moment. Yo, this day that this dude is having, it's not even... It's 6 a.m. <laughs> yeah. Oh... Key, I, listen, Jay, you better start talking right now. This is the most air, mean, this, this is, is the most, most time, time you're ever going to get right now. <laughs> <laughs> when we, when we yeah. got in this morning, everybody's like, I'm like, where, where, where's Key at? And he's like, well, oh, Key has a, a flat tire. Yeah. And I mean, then, that happens. It happens. But now, now I'm thinking I have so many questions. I'm like, did he use his AAA car? Like, did he wait to have somebody come and change his flat tire for him? Got like, the jack I, out. Yeah. yeah or like, do I see Key on the side of the 405 just cranking it up, yeah. sweating? You know, he's cursing, just angry at life, yeah. changing the tire. Like, I'm curious, does Key know how to change a tire? Uh, yeah, I'd say Key knows how to t- okay. change a tire. Yeah, yeah I'm going right. to go, go out on a limb there say Key knows how to change a tire. It hasn't been that long since he's had people do it for but I, <laughs> But so first, it's a flat tire. Finally, he gets here, you know, <laughs> he's something mic isn't working. Everyone would have to tell you what's not working, but something's not working, right? <laughs> so then. I can tell you what, Key's not working right now. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I am. I'm back. Oh, oh there he is. Where is he? There he is. <laughs> so you get a flat tire, Key. Then, oh, so what wasn't working? Your, your, your mic, your AirPods, what the was going on? The your, t-shirt wasn't working. No, no. Then in the middle of all this, Evan notices that his t-shirt has something Inappropriate. We can say. Can we it. say? Can we say what yeah, happened? No, we, we can't say what has. And then, it. It was, and then all of a sudden you look up and he got a he got a marker and he's coloring in his. T- we can't <laughs> say it because it's a sponsor that's not a sponsor of our show. Oh, <laughs> okay, I got that's it. That's why we can't say it, guys. And I don't think yeah. it's a sponsor of anyone's show, to be honest with you. And then finally, Key's like at the eleventh hour, he's like, "All right, l- literally the last week, he's like, all right, I'm just gonna have to go to my car and get this other. What did you have to go get, Key? The IFB, so one, I got two IFBs. One of them wasn't working. It An just, IFB just you. does tell people. That's yeah, the thing in, that goes in my ear. ears. It, yeah. So I could hear the producers, the directors, and you guys and communicate, and it wasn't working. I could, so I did it on Zoom as much as I could do it, and, uh, you know, we're up against the clock. I'm sweating. Sh- <laughs> did, did, did you put eye drops in? Man, I did. It seems like you're crying. I'm like, where are you, where are you coming from? What, what is going on? Oh, man. <laughs> One of those days, man. What is it about I those ran, days? Everything I just literally, Max, you you worked in this studio before, yeah. so you know. LAPC. I just ran from the fourth floor mm-hmm. to down to the third level of the park, or second level of the parking lot. You didn't take the to, elevator? Well, I had to. No, I got on the elevator, okay. but once you get on the elevator, yeah. you got to go all the way down yep. and then run across the parking yeah, lot. Yeah, it's a big to parking get, lot. To, to get the damn car. <laughs> so then I went into the car. And then I ran all the way back. I did all that in about three minutes. Yeah, you did. By the way, that's, that's a good. lot, man. I'm still good. in shape to a degree, but damn, <laughs> I know I more him. about Key's. Uh, I know more about Key's speed than I know about golfer's speed. Right now, there's no one in the Masters who I know can run like Key because of what just happened. Here's the real question, Key. Yeah, did you change your own tire this morning, or did you call Triple? Yeah, that is a good question. Man, that's a whole other thing. I, I, 
That's what I hate construction sites. I know where I got the 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 the, the nail in the tire at. Mm. I was at a construction site yesterday afternoon, and I, I mean clearly you don't know. So I'm driving whatever. My car's parked the rest of the evening. I come out of the garage. In my car parks. My car is in my driveway, kind of parked. It's not in the garage. It's parked to the side, cause God forbid we ever use our garages out here. Um, <laughs> yeah, that was too lazy why, just to why, bring the car. Why in the is garage. that in California? Why do people not put their cars in the garage? The weather's good. You just hop out the car. Your garage, is the car, enjoyable, like enjoying good weather quality. Is that like? Because you don't have it, to all wait for the door to open, pull it in. It's, it's just oh, a lot. Imagine think, not waiting no, for I the door it, to open. I think what it is, though, Jay. Really, to be honest with you, I think. You wind up, if you're not a car collector, so to speak, you wind up turning your garage into another room in your house, Gym. whether it's a yeah. toys room for kids and bikes. And we got bikes that we got, man, we probably got about 50 bikes. Not I'm, I'm being suspicious here, but it, we probably got about 50 bikes. We don't even touch them. It's just yeah. all same skateboards and scooters and, and they don't even use that stuff. But anyway, kid, did you just say suspicious? Yeah, Whatever, man. I'm tired. Leave me alone. <laughs> he just ran, he um, just ran a marathon. Like, Leave so me alone. Yeah, yeah. Max says I make up words. Hold on. Yeah, I was just about to say, Jay, you won the talk. But anyway, <laughs> I um, so I came outside, and I could see the car was, like, leaning a little bit in the front. So mm-hmm. I looked. Because you have those run flats. So if you get a t- flat, you're not going to know till the next day. I'm like, man, what the? F-? I'm like, oh, this is some BS. And I look at the clock. I'm like, oh, blankety blank. So then, obviously, roadside assistance can come do their deal. Good thing I'm one of the smart flat tire guys. I'm going to call them. They're going to come on point. And I'm not on a donut. I'm on a regular tire because I, I paid to have the extra spare to look like the car. Um, I didn't want to be getting that 30-mile deal. But oh, it worked worst. out. Um, I got in With probably 15 minutes before we were supposed to start on the way here. And, and my producer, Evan, smartly said, jump on Zoom while you're in. You know, that's the great thing about technology now AAA. is I could do all the meetings while I'm in the vehicle without even paying attention. So AAA there we go. No, what we should have done. The great part about technology is I could see at least see Key before the show started up on the TV. And see what his shirt said because I think we all may have been fired. If I had <laughs> yeah, I, now you're gonna have I, people I really focusing want to take in. A lot of credit for the shirt, man. You're gonna I, have people focusing in on this shirt now, and I'm gonna have to continue to try to figure out how to dark. Now I'm getting scared. The fact that you took a <laughs> just marker keep leaning forward like that. It. Like yeah, like, there you go. Because I can't, we can't see it with the mic. I didn't yes, even know look. why, Jay. I just all of a sudden I see him coloring in his shirt. I'm like, what's this dude doing? And then when I saw it, I was like, ooh yeah, you might want to. <laughs> I didn't look when I grabbed my shirt. I mean, it's a surfboard shirt. I had no idea it was going to say. That sounds like a I nasty surfboard even... shirt. <laughs> I didn't. <laughs> Y'all just and I don't think you see. I don't look. I don't know what it means in the surf world and the surf community. Yeah. I, know, I bought it in a surf shop. Doing some nasty right. stuff in the, on that surfboard. So, all right. Anyway, Tiger Woods is great. Let's go. <laughs> you know what? Now thinking about it, we should have had Key on the phone the whole time, Evan. Could have given us the, the play-by-play of the, of the whole trip to the garage and everything. That is a big garage, by the way. At LAPC, it's like, you know, it's big. It's like a city, like a square city block. I just want to see Key's spring. hot down Look there. Look at him with the, the tissue <laughs> on his face. <laughs> Man, it's hot as hell out here. <sighs> so what you want to hear from Tiger? You want you want to hear uh, from Tiger? Like you know, one under par. Let's do it. Apparently, it's it. the greatest athletic feat in the history of the hey, universe. Hey. That's what I keep hearing. Hey, obviously, I'm rooting for him. It's impressive. Um, get a teammate to pass it off to, and then they can kind of shelter the the load. Here we got four straight days, and there's no one going to shoulder the load besides me. And uh, I got to figure out a way to do it. And I, I know how to play. 
I just got to get out there where I, I can play. It's the sound of an elite athlete right there, Max. Let me ask you something for real, Jay, because you famously had a bad leg injury, right? Mm-hmm. And then try to play. Right now, you were playing something that requires a lot of, you know, you were real Movement. sport, real sport. Jeez. Anyway, the point oh is elite God. athlete. Anyway, the point is, like, what is that like? for you're, you're coming back from the leg injury. Now, he's got to walk a course six miles, whatever, hilly and all this stuff. What is that like? Uh, just the fact that you diminish it from somebody that's done it before. Like, it's, it's grueling. It's really grueling. So the fact that he had three birdies yesterday, two bogeys, he shot one under par. I mean, I thought it was an amazing accomplishment. I sat there and I watched the whole thing. And even with the way he used to swing, like the amount of thrust that Tiger used to get from his back leg, you remember like those swings used to be so ferocious. It's not the same. Like he doesn't get that same pop. I'm so curious, like the cumulative effect how he will continue to do with the weather. Like, today is a later tee-off time. Today, tomorrow, your body starts to break down over time. But seeing him grimace a couple times yesterday to battle through that, to still be in the hunt, one under par, I think that's a remarkable achievement for a guy that literally had reconstructive leg surgery 14 months ago. Listen, coming from from you, Jay, who went through this. Remarkable. it's, It's, I'm listening. All right, coming up. Why it makes so much sense now that a defending champion moved up, moved on rather, from their most important player. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, ESPN Radio Series, XM Channel 80. So, guys, I do a, you know, all over the, I noticed, it got picked up that I said, when you, Jay asked me, it's Tiger, an elite athlete, and I said, I don't know about that from playing golf. Everyone's like, oh, you're crazy. You're an idiot. Da, 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 da. <laughs> Key J. If, you know the like down. if the Martians had a death beam pointed at Earth, right? And they said, take us to your greatest Earthling athlete, and he's going to compete or she's going to compete against the, in a series of competitions with our greatest Martian athlete. And if you win, we spare the Earth. And if you lose, we blow the Earth up. So basically right? Space Jam. You just described Space Jam. Okay, Space Jam. Space Jam. Sure. Yes. So, so <laughs> it's Marvin like the Martian. Space right. Jam. So, so if they did that, and then we would go, our delegation would say, well, excuse me, pardon. What kind of competitions are you talking about? We need to know who to select. And the Martian said, never mind. We're just telling you, athlete, you make your own choice. All I know is we're bringing our best Martian athlete. Are you taking them to Tiger Woods or LeBron James? Is anyone in the world taking them to Tiger Woods over LeBron? Obviously, LeBron, right? Yeah, LeBron. Now, here's my question, and this will this will answer. Ain't for- obvious. That ain't obvious for me. Though. Really, you're going to take them to Tiger Woods? Because I don't know what other. I don't know. I, I, can't. I don't know what other athletic things they're uh, measuring, right? 
Yeah, I don't, see, I don't but know. See, Kia, I will say, I believe like basketball players are the most athletic athletes on the planet. You're like, in other words, the yeah, broader you would take them to an athlete that demonstrated the broadest skill set, right? The athleticism across the most different things, since you don't know what they're going to be testing. So with Tiger, you know, he has hand eyes, stuff like that. With yeah, LeBron, I don't, think, I don't know. I don't know that LeBron can swing a golf club the way. What if they want? What if golf is a part of it? Yeah, it might be a part of it, but then also they're gonna. They're, if it's athletics, you, I imagine most but people I, would figure they're going to test strength and speed and agility and and adjusting on the fly. Deion Sanders. Deion Sanders. Deion there's an Sanders. There you yeah, go. LeBron. Yeah, pro, so what yeah, I'm saying is, how many would you take them to before the best golfer in the world? A thousand? Ten thousand? Are there 10,000 athletes playing what I would call like real sports who you would take them to before the golfers? Is it 100,000 people? Is it 5,000 people? But I'll tell you this, more than 100 or 200 people. So when I say elite athlete, that's what I mean. Martian death beam. <laughs> you, you're too funny. Though. He took it to you see what he extreme. did, though? He go try to weave in the Martian <laughs> athletes to try to prove his point that Tiger's not an athlete. Uh, I no, got, I would I not re- say he's not an athlete. I, I can't read this say that. quick tweet. Some guy said, open shot. The fate of the universe is on the line. The Martians have the death beam pointed at Earth. You've got to sacrifice one man. Dollar. I would sacrifice Max Kellerman. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go. <laughs> that's, that's legitimate. That's what that he would do. Mean. I can't argue with that. Andre Iguodala. Lose your greatest genius on earth. That's up to you. I want Iguodala. 1-0 pitch to it. Drive left field toward the corner. It's in there. Here comes Michael A. Taylor. Witt sprinting to second. RBI double. First big league hit. Possibly the game-winning hit in the opener. Oh, baseball's back, Key, I know. And, Jay, we're, Key and I are going to get you into baseball. Okay. I'm open for it. Yeah. I mean, it's... I'm open for it. Oh, it's so good. You can be a casual fan, Jay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I I watch it here and there. No, you watch it, but I mean, you you can adopt a team and be a casual fan of that team. So it'll be the Dodgers. I gave it to you. Yankees, trust me. Listen, the call on KCSP of Bobby Witt Jr.'s first big, big league hit. Jeff Passan, ESPN senior... MLB insider. I can't believe, like, it's all these. Ju- Bobby Witt Jr., I'm still waiting for Bobby Witt to gain control because once he has control, he's striking out so many guys, he'll be a great pitcher, right? Like, I, I'm still not over the fact that Bobby Witt's career is over, let alone that his, that his kid just got a hit, Jeff. Max, Bobby Witt Jr. was one year old when his father retired from Major League Baseball. Uh, if you want something to make you feel old, that's it right there because Bobby Witt had a long, long career. Oh, he could. I mean, he did not know where the ball was going, but it was going. Like, he struck everybody out and walked everybody, and it was a lot of fun to watch. What was your biggest takeaway from opening day? I was there to see Bobby Witt Jr.'s debut. And, you know, this is a guy who comes from a baseball family, not just because his father was a baseball player, but uh, he has three older sisters, all of them married baseball players. He grew up around the game, and. Just seeing him out there, seeing the smile on his face. You know, I live in Kansas City. I've seen what it's like when this town has a star uh, in the making. And uh, that was in football. And it was with another second-generation player. And it's Patrick Mahomes. And I'm not saying Bobby Witt Jr. is going to be Patrick Mahomes. What I'm saying is uh, he's going to be really, really good. And uh, when you get a guy like that coming up, when you see Spencer Torkelson coming up with the Tigers, Julio Rodriguez with the Mariners, Baseball's just got so much great young talent, and seeing it on display and knowing that we're going to have 162 games this year, uh, 
just a good feeling as someone who covers the sport that I don't have to talk about labor anymore. <laughs> Jeff seems like a little bit of problems in Atlanta Braves area there. Acuna's comments on Freddie Freeman, and now all of a sudden Freddie Freeman is with my Los Angeles Dodgers. Do you think that that played a part at all in why the Braves elected not to make a major offer to keep Freeman? You know, I'm sure it played some sort of a small part, and I know they wouldn't have minded Freddie Freeman coming back, but it had to be at the right price, right? And uh, signing a first baseman who's in his 30s to a six-year contract is a hard thing to do because you know the back end of that deal is not going to be pretty. And the fact is, you know, the the Braves didn't want to go beyond five years, and that desire not to go beyond five years is what kept them from signing him ultimately and trading for Matt Olson. And uh, the the trade for Olson, getting a guy who's younger, who's nearly as productive as Freeman, uh, I think that played a large part in it. And the Braves, let me tell you, uh, I don't know if on the field they're going to be better than they were in 2021, but on paper this is a better Atlanta Braves team going into 2022 than it was last year. Yeah, I know we're talking about money and contracts and Freeman and all that. What's the latest on the contract situation in New York with the big judge? Well, uh, listen, Aaron Judge is going to want $30-plus million a year, and he's going to want it over the long term. Are the New York Yankees going to give that to him? It depends just how long he wants it. Uh, the, the reality is that they need Aaron Judge sticking around. And they need to do something to get Aaron Judge under contract because if he hits the open market, cross town, let me tell you, they could use a power hitting outfielder. Steve Cohen is obviously willing to pay a lot of money. And mm-hmm. the, the idea of Aaron Judge showing up in a New York Mets uniform instead of Yankee pinstripes would be absolutely devastating to the Yankees. Jeff, when you look at Judge as a player, um, he is 29 years old and he's a corner outfielder. And a lot of what he does so excellently is because he's a giant human being, right? Like, so is he fast? Well, if he was a normal size guy, he, but, but actually he's not. His strides are long. He is fast. He can run the bases. He can play the outfield. Yeah. He has a big arm. And on top of that, he's fundamentally sound. Throws to the right base, can take the ball the other way. How do you see his skill set, given all that? It's broad, but it's specific to his size, right? How do you see it, how do you see it aging over the long haul? Max, that's the only reason that he is not signed right now. Uh, he, you know, he debuted after coming out of Fresno State at, I think it was 24 years old. And, and the fact that he debuted so late, the reality is it's hard to sign a guy in his 30s to an extremely long-term deal. You know, someone with his production should easily get an eight, nine, ten-year deal. But it's not like Bryce Harper hitting free agency at 26. It's not like Mac, uh Manny Machado hitting free agency at 26. He's going to be hitting free agency at 30 years old. And one thing that teams have learned over the past decade or so is that guys in their 30s, generally free agent contracts, do not work out well. And, and that, I think, is the only impediment between New York Yankees signing Aaron Judge to a long-term deal. More money over a shorter deal. Go ahead, Jay. Yep. Jeff Passon, ESPN, senior MLB insider, brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive Insurance makes building home and auto easy. Learn more at Progressive.com. JP, the Red Sox and the Yankees open the season today, a battle that I'm sure Max is anxious to see. What are the expectations for both teams this season? 
Well, the Red Sox and the Yankees, so the expectations are championship or bust, right? I mean, that that's just the way that the teams carry themselves. That's the way that the fan bases look at it. I don't know if that's particularly realistic, to be honest. Um, I, I, the Red Sox missing Chris Sale for the first two months hurts. He's out with a, a rib fracture. And the Yankees, uh, Max, we, we talked about this on TV a couple of days ago. The Yankees are a good team, but the Yankees are a team that an injury here or there really could hurt them. And uh, the fact is they are an old roster. And age tends to correlate pretty strongly with injuries. So uh, my expectations uh, for both are, you know, 90-win range. But uh, do they make it deep into the playoffs? So the playoffs expanded to 12 teams now. It's going to make it even harder for teams to go and win championships. Mm. Well, listen – I know you're a Royals fan, correct? No, I'm not a fan of anyone, Max. But you, you, on, grew you, know up, you grew up a Royals fan. Who did you grow up rooting nope. for? Grew up, uh, I grew up a Cleveland Indians fan. Cleveland Indians fan. Okay, sorry about that. I, for some reason, I got... Uh, Pick the right team this. next time, Max. Because well, Jeff and I have talked baseball now for years, and uh, for some reason, we, we must have talked Royals in the past. But when you were talking about the Royals bringing someone up, I do think the world is a better place when team like the Royals... Uh, you know, have a shot. Yeah, great baseball towns, even if they're not big markets. Um, All right. Both Carl Ravitch and Buster Olney yesterday picked the uh, Braves-Blue Jays World Series. Is this going to be three in a row? Are you you about to make it a trifecta? I am not. In fact, I'm not on board with either of them. I could see it. I understand why they picked that, but I have the Chicago White Sox over the Los Angeles Dodgers. Yes, at least we uh, in it. (laughs) <laughs> what? <laughs> what you lost? I, have, I think I, I think I I think I picked the Dodgers the last four years. Mm-hmm. So I uh, you know I, I I wanted to mix it up a little, and smart, and I love uh, I I love Lucas Giolito. Uh, I think Michael Kopech uh, is going to take a step forward. I think Dylan Cease is a sneaky Cy Young contender this year. Uh, and that lineup, if you go and look at the Chicago White Sox lineup, if everyone there stays healthy, it's every bit the lineup that the Toronto Blue Jays have right now. And uh, I, I think their bullpen is even better than the Blue Jays. Jeff Passan, ladies and gentlemen, ESPN MLB insider. Jeff, thanks as always. All right, Jeff. Gentlemen, it's a pleasure. Key, nice to have at least you made it. Nice yes, to hear, at least yes. you made it. Nice to hear Jeff's voice talking about actual baseball and, as he said, not labor issues. Nice to have baseball back. Time for the progressive MLB snapshot. And then, the NFL, another odd comment from Bruce Arians about Tom Brady. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do. Big, small. And when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest, and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who have experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash unsportsmanlike today 
to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash unsportsmanlike. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric E-Bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus, electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S.com. The Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max Podcast. This is a guy who walked the walk as well as talked the talk about giving minority coaches opportunities. But he's not been a great head coach. Brady gets way too much credit for what Byron does with our offense. And uh, one of the reasons I, I hope he gets all the credit he deserves this year to get a head coaching gig. Key, when I first got to L.A., yes, I wanted to find an artist. Keyshawn J. Will Max, ESPN Radio Series XM Channel 8. This is like 2010. And I wanted to find an artist to play on my show all the time. I was doing a radio show out there even before Marcellus joined it um, on 710 ESPN. I wanted to find an artist that L.A. really wasn't hot about yet, but I could see it coming, right? And I find Nipsey Hussle, and I start playing this and Keys to the City and the stuff I thought would hit on radio, and I would play it in and out of every break. And I said, I'm going to keep doing this till Nipsey Hussle calls the show. Because years ago, a DJ had done this for Frank Sinatra, and Sinatra let him do it for like a month before he called the show, right? Mm. It was... Nipsey called like two days in. I was like, Nipsey, what are you doing? I was going to play you every day for a month. Let me build you up for a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Oh, man, that's a loss. Um, It's time for Straight Talk, brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. Guys, Bruce Arians was talking about Byron Leftwich. Key, Jay, listen to this. Yeah, it's on the horizon for him. I mean, he's a star, and... uh... I, I get credit, and Brady gets way too much credit for what Byron does with our offense. And uh, one of the reasons I, I hope he gets all the credit he deserves this year uh, to get a head coaching gig. You know, he had about four or five teams real interested last year. And, uh, went to the Myers once. I, I would anticipate him to be a head coach real fast. All right. There's a lot there. Yeah. Let's let – Key, I, I want to break this down into two separate parts. Let's start with the beginning, Okay. Bruce Arians on left, which this is Arizona Sports 98.7. Key, just react to what you hear here. You know, he had about four or five teams real interested last year. Went to the Myers once. I would anticipate him to be a head coach real fast. What do you think of that? I mean, he's right. He, he's, he's right about everything that he's saying. I don't see where he's wrong at. Uh, you know, you look at the situation, Tom Brady is going to get plenty of credit. There's no question about it because it's Tom Brady. Uh, and Bruce Arians is going to get credit because he's a head coach. When Byron Leftwich, as I said all along throughout last season, throughout this season, this past season, the Super Bowl run, Byron Leftwich is the guy that's doing a lot. But what happens when you got a guy like Tom Brady around, he's going to get the credit. That's just a uh, – you can have Vince Lombardi as the head coach. It's all Tom Brady. We have Bill Belichick as his head coach. Guess what? It's all Tom but Brady, key. so it's part of it. But key, if it's Leftwich or Jay, if it's, if it's Leftwich, well, let me ask. Key, I want. I'm just curious okay. about if it's Leftwich. Why wasn't he just made head coach? 
does does Arians feel like he needs to put in a good word for Leftwich now since Bowles got the job? No, I think here here's the problem that you have. You got two dynamic coaches, um, one on defense and one on offense. One defensive coordinator who has a history, a deep history with Bruce Arians going all the way back to his days at Temple as a football player when Bruce Arians was a coach. So there's a big relationship. My whole thought on the offensive coordinator side is – I believe offensive coordinators that are good, like a Byron Leftwich, is so much more important than particular players. So when you decide to go go with a defensive coordinator as your head coach to have former head coaching experience that you have a relationship with, doesn't mean you don't value Byron Leftwich. It just means that this guy is ready to go right now, and Tom Brady only has who knows how long he has to play, but he only you, you figure he's going to play one or two. Years left, year to year. That's the situation, Jay. Key, here's my raw emotion on it. Bruce Arians just sounds like a Tom Brady hater, personally. I don't know why you need to discredit someone in order to build someone else up. Well, hold on. Let's let's one at a time. First, the left witch sound, Jay. Like it seems to me, if Arians loves left witch like that, maybe left witch would have gotten the head coaching job, right? And not that he's the owner. I mean, that makes the most sense, doesn't it? Right. But he, but no, which, it doesn't. It doesn't make the most sense because Todd Bowles is a former head coach with a just as important defensive side of the ball as it is the offensive side of the ball with a rich history with Bruce Arians. Okay, so uh, it, it, let's get to what Jay wants to talk about. Jay, this is the portion of the sound that, that you're I'm reacting to. For. Let's play it, and I want to hear what you have to say. <laughs> I get credit, and Brady gets way too much credit for what Byron does with our offense. Oh, I'm sorry that a guy that's won six Super Bowls. Seven. I, well, six when he was oh, there, yeah, yeah. right before he got <laughs> one with you, gets credit. I'm sorry that the greatest offensive player that maybe the game of football has ever seen, the GOAT, is getting credit. Like, he's going to get credit. He's Tom Brady. He makes adjustments at the line of scrimmage. Like, he, he makes incredible passes. And I, I don't understand why you need to discredit Tom Brady. If Tom Brady were some middle-of-the-market quarterback that you came in and you elevated, I get it. But, like, you can build up Byron Leftwich without saying Tom Brady's name or discrediting him. It just it sounds like there is See, an element of jealousy there whenever I hear Bruce Arians talk about it that way. I, I, don't, think, I don't think that's it, Jay. I think he, he is simply saying with his words getting twisted that he and Tom Brady get way too much credit for Byron Leftwich. I don't think he's singling out Tom Brady. He's just saying we, and he probably could have used a better word and just said we, are, we, me, and Tom get too much credit. The way that he said it makes it seem as though, and this is just my opinion, and I could be wrong about it, and you could feel the way you feel about it, that he is attacking Brady because uh-huh. that's what it sounds like. But I don't think that that's it. I just don't. However, that was straight talk wireless, no contract, no compromise. Let me give you some more straight talk. The Boston Globe and Pro Football Focus are now reporting that Tom Brady had an understanding with the Miami Dolphins to become part owner of the team, get a little Uh piece of the team, and meet Sean Payton. Oh, I think somebody on the show has been saying that. In Miami. And this, to me, makes a lot of sense. If that is true, if that reporting turns out to be true, when ESPN reports it, I'll know it's true, right? When that report, if that reporting turns out to be true, then 
I got to tell you guys, a lot of things come into focus. Remember when Brady first retired, Key? And it was, yes. and, and the excuse he gave didn't sound right to me. It's like, well, my sacrifice, my family has sacrificed so much for me. Now, even though I'm still the greatest player ever, he was like, even though I still love football, I can play at a very high level, I got to go. I was like, wait a minute. If you want to go be with your family and you say something like, I'm missing them growing up. That's where my heart is right now. I can't, I can't do that. I got to be. That's one thing. But if you're like, I still love playing football and I'm still great at it. And I'll, I'll say, but Dave Sacker, it didn't sound right to me. Okay, that's one box. Ah, uh, what's not right about that? Because he really doesn't want to leave football and he can't bring himself just to flat out lie about it. Like, I'm done with football. I don't want this anymore. Now, Jay, we get to the other part of it. Sean Payton suddenly retires, right? Oh, wait, hold on. What's going on? Bruce Arians is salty. Well, because if Tom Brady prefers Bruce Arians, uh, sorry, Sean Payton in Miami with a piece of the team to Bruce Arians, Bruce Arians, that, if that turns out to be true, that reporting, then all this stuff makes sense to me. Guys, the day this whole thing happened, I came on the show, and Max, I said that. I know about a piece of the team, but I said that the rumor of Sean Payton and Tom Brady going to the Miami Dolphins, that quarterback that was on the boat, with Stephen Ross and how the whole situation was planning out. I said, hey, look, I heard from people inside that that was something that was realistic. So now you're telling me Tom Brady comes back to the Bucks and Bruce Arians, hey, I'm making the move that I wanted to make. Now I'm going to the front office. Even okay? Brian Flores' firing starts come to come on, into focus, and if now that's I'm true. And say, hey, I get, I get credit. And, and to be honest with you, Tom Brady gets way too much credit. Like, it just sounds like there's an element of jealousy around this whole thing about Key, the power that Tom Brady has. Key, if that reporting is true, right? Wait, Flores gets fired out of the blue, and then and then he's not and, – and all this weird stuff, and then all of a sudden Brady retires, and then Peyton retires, and then Brady comes back when he finds out he can't get over there, right? Because maybe the Flores lawsuit blows all that up. According to the reporting, it's supposed to happen that day they're going to announce it, and then Flores files his lawsuit – doesn't it? Doesn't wouldn't if that reporting is true, Key? Wouldn't that make a lot of puzzle pieces fit for you? No, no, no it doesn't. Doesn't. And the reason it doesn't make it fit because there's a lot, right? You say the firing, and they're going to announce the hiring, and this that you you can't just retire and go pick your team when you're under contract. Both Sean Payton and Tom Brady and the Miami Dolphins, and those Miami Dolphins doesn't have enough to get both of those. Both as a head coach, the New Orleans Saints are going to want whatever, three draft picks, two ones, whatever you want to call it. And Tom Brady, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, what are they going to want? Because they're under contract. So it's not like, I mean, I understand people get nuggets and things of that nature. Like Jay had some information about a particular player not to be named that was sitting on a boat with a particular owner. Jay had that information when it first broke. But there's so much that has to happen in a short period of time for this to come to fruition. Uh, uh, and here's what I would say about this, and you tell me what you think, Jay, because it, it, it makes me burn in the inside of my stomach mm. when I hear the fact that you are willing, and I don't give a damn how great Tom Brady is, and I don't care how much you think he going to help your franchise. But as, as, as much as we go through from a minority sector in the standpoint of trying to get some minority ownership, you're willing to just give Tom Brady a piece of the, piece of the pie because he can throw a football a, a year or so and maybe he brings you a championship? Maybe? Yeah. I mean, like, come on, nope. man. Stop that. You're you willing to do that, though. 
That's so I, crazy to me. No, I don't that, even, it, it that's crazy me. to me. I know. I'm with you, kid. It rubs me the wrong way. But at the same time, we are talking about Tom Brady. We're not talking no, about. No, I ain't, I, ain't I ain't going there, Jay, just because it's Tom Brady. He doesn't no. Ross, doesn't Ross um, have little pieces of the team that he has sold to Serena, various Serena, people, Venus. including, yeah. including yeah, so-called minority athletes, right? Yeah, absolutely. So the fact that Tom Brady is a white quarterback, should that exclude him from a little piece of a team if you can land him considering how great he is? No, but if, you, if, you're, trying to, if you're trying to put some pieces together to sell part of your team, and if, that's a lure, if that part of it is to lure Tom Brady – you can sell them pieces to some people that you. You can sell them pieces to some minorities that are trying to get a piece of the pie. That's I hear what I'm you're saying. saying yeah, if he, that's if that's he all had, I'm I understand that point. If he hadn't already done, done that, yeah. but it's not like he's not inclusive in terms of who he sold little pieces to. So the Brady thing doesn't bother me. I, I would yeah. be with if, you if it's like okay, it's it, all if, white if, guys. It, 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 bo- it bothers me. You know why though, Max? Why? It's because we keep doing it over and over. I don't care if it is a, a few athletes. That uh, uh, Venus and Serena that live in the area that are Dolphin fans that you give a little sliver to with no controlling rights, no anything. All it is is an investment to return on some money opposed to putting them in a position of power. They're not running the team. Right. They're not doing that. And Brady just... would be more empowered. Exactly. Yeah, yeah I get that. Come on, man. That. Stop. Keyshawn Stop J. Will and Max presented by Progressive Insurance. I do, I do get that. By the way, I remember years ago, and I was mad at the Knicks. Pat Riley up and left after the Knicks almost won the championship. Pat Riley up and left for Miami because Aronson gave him a piece of the team when Dolan wouldn't, right? And then since then, Miami's won championships. They're always relevant, and the Knicks have been a joke since then. I, like, so I hear exactly what you're saying, Key. I get an owner 1,000%. Giving a, taking Tom a little Brady. piece and going, I can change the fortunes of my franchise. Um, it, it, is, it would be a white head coach and a white quarterback, by the way, but – not just anyone, like real, real, real good ones. Key, if they, if they were able to pull, how, how would they be able to pull that off with Tom uh, it, and Sean Payton? It, it, you first, you got to get New Orleans to to release Sean of his contract, right? And in order to do that, they're going to want some sort of compensation. So let's assume they want two first round picks for Sean Payton. So you give up your two ones now the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, you got to get them, or vice versa, you got to get them, however you flip-flop it, whether it's Sean first, Brady first. You now got to get the Bucks to release Brady and trade him to you, and they're going to want compensation. And they're going to try to bend you over a barrel to get that compensation. So if you got to give up basically whatever, your your future to get two dudes, are you willing to do that? People want to talk about this. Surprise, because that's surprise. a lot, though, man. No, I hear you. That's no, what Bruce Arians that, asked for five ones. That's it's a good question. Like, if they were going to announce on that day, what kind of deals that's did they have? To, like, I, I understand. There's a lot of details that need to be filled in if this reporting is true from the Boston Globe and Pro Football Focus. Eight 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 say ESPN. Eight 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 seven two nine. Oh, sorry, it's Pro Football Talk. Pardon me. I, I kept saying PFF. I meant PFT. Pro Football. Talk, big difference. 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. Leonard in Knoxville, you're on with Keyshawn, J. Willemax, ESPN Radio. Hey, how you doing, Matt? Uh, I just wanted to make a comment on the Arians situation. I don't think the Arians is hating on Tom Brady. I think that he's shining a light, a much-needed light, on Byron Leftwich because he sees that he actually does deserve a head coaching job in the future. 
You're 100 percent right, Leonard. That that is exactly what I'm saying. Like it's it it ain't about it's not about Tom Brady. It's about Byron Leftwich, and and until you, as we continue to say, until you promote your coaches, they're going to struggle to get head coaching jobs. For many years, for many many years, coaches didn't promote their assistant coaches, black or white. That's why staff stayed together for so long, Max. If you go back mm-hmm. and you look, staffs stayed together. They moved from one state to another state, one team to another mm-hmm. team because they never were promoted. As you a unit. from the head yeah. coach. It, it just feels to me, though, like you can you can elevate Byron Leftwich and you can shine light on the fact that you want him to get a head coaching job. But, like, just make it seem like, yeah, you know, Tom Brady and I, we get a lot of credit but, for the way. But it was like the way he You know a muscular – like, you it. play chess, Jay. In chess, a muscular move, right, yes. is something that does two th- more than one thing. I'm defending this, plus I'm attacking Attack that at that, the same exactly. time. So maybe this is just a muscular move from Arians. He, he's he's upping his dude and at the same time uh, taking a shot at a quarterback who obviously thinks there would be a better coach for him than Arians, right? I, if, get, away, I get away from you guys for 24 hours and I, 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 uh, I, I got to oh, get back in bleach. Oh, I've been spread on this for a I month gotta get, now. I got to get back in bleach, man. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to come in with a hazmat suit, though. <laughs> like Joel Embiid. Sterile. All right, Mike in Jacksonville. You're on with Keyshawn J. Will and Max, ESPN Radio. Yeah, um, I agree with Key, man. He is always so articulate when he's highlighting these points, man. And Jay is totally off on this one. He's not taking it. Bruce Arians is not taking a shot at um, Tom Brady. He's just highlighting the fact that Byron is that man. And the first thing out of his mouth was, I, I and Tom get too much credit for what Byron actually does. So there's no, he's not taking a shot or discrediting that man. It's impossible. He's the GOAT. You can't discredit the GOAT. He what about that, Jay? That. He did put himself first. He said he first he put himself. I'm in other words, like everyone looks at the head coach and the quarterback. Go look at the OC. Just the timing of all this doesn't seem interesting to anybody. The timing that Tom Brady decides that hey, the deal with Miami doesn't work out, then he comes back. If it's true, if areas, the reporting's true, if the yeah. reporting, we're not true. reporting it yet. But yeah, if the reporting's okay. true, I'm just I'm just no, saying. The timing, it, it's really interesting the to me. The timing it, of it all. It's the the timing of it is the timing of it, right? I mean, that is, it is what it is as far as the timing. If the reports are true, doesn't mean that he's trying to get away from Bruce Arians. What it means is that I'm trying to go get close to where I'm building a home in South Florida. My wife loves South Florida in that particular area. And I get a chance to get a sliver of a team yeah, it's big. and empower myself even more. Mm-hmm. That's what it's about. It's not about... I'm retiring, then I didn't get what I wanted, so I'm going to unretire. And then all of a sudden, B.A. is uh, Bruce Arians is going to leave to go stand over my shoulders in the front office because it was either he got to get off the sidelines or else I'm staying retired. It's not that. Can, can we listen to that soundbite one more time? I have a question I want to ask you guys off the soundbite. Let's listen to the, the Brady Arians one one more time. I get credit, and Brady gets oh, way too much credit for what Byron does with our offense. Why does why does Bruce Arians get credit? Like, are we sure that Bruce Arians is actually a good NFL coach? Like, look at his numbers before Tom Brady. Look at his numbers after Tom Brady. Like, this guy yeah, deserves I, more blame <laughs> than he was willing to take I on would, for Jameis Winston having a 30-30 season. I think he deserves blame. I can't for go that. there. I can't go there with you if he's a good head coach. I'm not the, sure he is. The dude was uh, dude was uh, uh, coach of the year with the Indianapolis Colts, taking over when Chuck Pagano good coach. had to had to go. 
and, and, and deal with his remission and cancer stuff. Then he goes to Arizona, takes them within a, a, a few points of going to the Super Bowl and takes them to the NFC Championship game. I can't discredit him. He's a good coach. Him. I can't discredit him as a Key, being a good coach. No, Key, he's a good coach, but on the other hand, it's not surprising to me. No risk it, no biscuit. Right, he likes taking chances. He brings yes. in a guy whose number one thing is he ain't going to turn the ball over. Mm-hmm. He's going to take what the defense gives him. And that's a clash of philosophies, right? And the fact is they won because Brady did it his way. Brady yeah, but played Bruce, Tom but Brady Bruce football. A, Bruce does get way more credit than Byron Leftwich, and he's not calling the plays. This is what you, – you know how they go. Yep. Oh, Bruce Arians, what a great play call by Bruce Arians. <laughs> what a great call by Andy Reid. Neither one is calling the blinking plays. And Bruce Arians' diversity on his staff is important to him, giving credit where it's due, especially to members of the staff who might not normally get credit, is also important to him. He has a history of that. And so I, I understand that. Jay, I, I use blinking plays. I think I did one of your deals. <laughs> I don't even know if that even goes together. I had to. I thought about it a minute ago. I'm like blinking plays. Huh? Okay. Blinking plays. I should have said something else, but never mind. All right, we have much more on Brady and Arians. Plus, how much credit does another future Hall of Famer deserve for his titles? That's next. Keyshawn J. Will and Max, ESPN Radio Series XM Channel 80. Thanks for listening to Keyshawn J. Will and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, Electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S dot com.